0: universal harmony by my hand jackson welcome man
1: g'day g'day welcome to you too (laughs) thanks for coming on Uh, hey you took my line (laughs) sweet bro
0: um yeah thanks for coming on hope i didn't take you away from a busy schedule um busy (laughs) what's been going on man
1: um well nothing
0: yeah you carry on <laughs> yeah nothing because you're in your bathrobe and everything you're asking oh do you yeah. mind if i'm in a robe i'm like yeah no sure why not
1: mm. that clip i was in a robe as well same robe <laughs> probably not the same shirt maybe even same shirt oh, i haven't i haven't gone changed since then <laughs> it's my first, <laughs> first That was my first one actually ever well, it was it really nah, hey. celebrate it <laughs> like celebrate it. it was
0: cool um If you could, um, would you be able to introduce yourself for those who may not be familiar with you?
1: Uh, Okay, my name's Jackson. Um, I'm part of Expansion and Flightless and New Zealand and the NZFGC. Um, I like games. And I was born in Wellington, New Zealand.
0: Hmm. And what is it like being in wellington compared to like say auckland would you say that auckland gets a little bit too much attention it's a bit
1: overrated yeah auckland sucks
0: okay well we'll just end this right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I, i i don't like auckland um given that i've only been to like the the normal places that people go especially when i'm going up for tournaments or whatnot which tend to be off queen street so you only see like the the city centre type, like I haven't been to the the other suburbs really. Maybe I've been to a bar or so out in the middle of nowhere. Been walking around the waterfront drunk, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but nothing else really. So I haven't really ha- had a good overview. But the city of Auckland feels a lot worse than the city of Wellington. Maybe because it's like a lot more busy, a lot more people. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, let's learn more about you. So, I asked you, you know, like. What are some things about you? You said you're into soccer and basketball. Uh, You don't like coffee, but you like coffee ice cream.
1: Yeah, so... I don't know. Coffee just... It's pretty gross. But add some sugar to it, especially if it's ice cream or chocolate, it's way better. It's got a weird... It's the balance, I guess.
0: Okay, so, like... You're not into cappuccinos, not flat whites, mochas, nah?
1: Like, I'll I'll have a mocha if someone gives me one for free, <laughs> but I'm not paying for one. I used to get, like, um, when I was trying to be cool, when I was younger, people would go to Starbucks and shit. And I would just get a frappuccino or something, but where's my frappuccino, man? Yeah, but nah, now it's just coffee ice cream. Coffee ice cream's really good. And chocolate coated coffee beans right. from like La Those That's really good as well. Okay.
0: And there is one for me. thing they're really good for me. They're really right. good for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean for me I prefer instant coffee. I'm not really a bougie guy. I won't get a coffee from a cafe. Oh. I'm
1: I'm really basic, man. Yeah. When it comes What's your what's your brand? Special blend? Do you like special nah, blend? Nah,
0: Jed's coffee or Nestlé dry
1: roasted nothing special okay the green is that the green packet yep <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn he knows
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: there was also something you mentioned you like it's willie Wonka god i'm trying to get the name right willie wonka fabulicious strawberry twister i mean it's basically a red licorice right
1: yeah it's it's red licorice
0: yeah okay
1: yeah um uh yeah they're really good but for me once again They're probably my favorite lolly outside of they're probably on par with alligators or smileys if you've ever had them. Like they used to be in schools. Yeah. Um but whenever someone asks me what do I want for Christmas, what do I want for a birthday now that I'm now that I'm older, I can ask for that and I'll actually get it. And I'll usually get like a a thirty or thirty or forty dollar box of just red licorice. And I'll just munch it down like a month afterwards did you ever get really into, fat
0: did you ever get into those um, what well, they call them nerds you know those like mixed packets where it's like one side's like blue one
1: side's red and you just different flavours well I, I had some but it, <laughs> I'm pretty cheap so I'm, I'm a pretty cheap guy so if someone gives me something sure I'll have them and they were terrible but I probably wouldn't buy them is, Even for nostalgic purposes.
0: So have we have we discovered that's your mo? Like, in terms of you'll wait for someone to buy something and then you'll go, oh wait, where's mine? <laughs> and then they buy
1: it. For no, you. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not that kind of guy. But if someone's got something and they offer it to me, then sure. Um, I used to, I used to not accept really anything that was offered, because um, I thought I was being polite. But it's actually. Way more polite to accept something if someone offers it to you because they're offering it there. yeah offering it. yeah well i mean i've refi- already i've already said do you want some <laughs> they've, they've offered it to you like they're willing to give it away yeah and then to decline it you're sort of like no nah, i'm too good yeah i don't want your trash nerds well <laughs> i wait for my red licorice <laughs> <laughs> well you seem very i'd
0: say you're quite humble um Like, you're very easy to approach, easy to talk to about various things. Do you think that's how other people see you in the wider FGC?
1: Nah, they probably see me as like a stuck-up white dude who doesn't talk very much.
0: (laughs) Stuck-up, no. White, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, one of the truths in there. Um, I don't know how people see me. Um, Don't really care, but... What I do care about is making people feel like good. Or if they come to Rambats or they come to event, they feel like I notice them or I see them and I know who they are and I remember people's faces. Not very good with names, but yeah, I, I guess. I... <laughs> is it humble to say you're humble? That's <laughs> not humble, right? Well,
0: I mean, I'm saying you are, and I think there'd be some people that would 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 sicken that. Um, so, how does your how do you come across the fighting game scene? Like were you were you into games at all growing up?
1: Yeah, I played a lot of games. Well I tried to. Um, I guess it started when I was quite young. And we had one console, I can't remember what it was, it was probably like a, a sixty four or something. Um and just GoldenEye and other games on there. Goldeneye. Um, yeah and then just throughout the years just playing and my dad's been quite a strategy kind of when he did play which he didn't play very much but he got me onto Starcraft and then I had a huge Starcraft stint um and then Warcraft and whatnot and then to this day he still plays a bit of Civilization when he can it's a Civ 6 now but it's getting a bit too complicated for him but um I never really played fighting games I played Tekken maybe like twice um I grew up in Martin, which is in the middle of nowhere, but I had a friend called Adam who had taken between one and four, I guess. I think I was probably like seven. Okay. I don't know the number, but yeah, just played a couple of times at his house and never really felt the interest in it and didn't really touch fighting games until maybe, or or even feel about fighting games until maybe the end of Street Fighter IV. Yeah, and I was watching a lot of Marvel three, really like watching it. Um, Really like watching uh, Street Fighter four as well, but didn't know how to get into it. (laughs) And then I bought (laughs) on trade me. I bought a second hand version of like BlazBlue for Xbox three hundred and sixty. Yeah, and it never showed up. (laughs) And I was like, damn. And And then for a bit, I just didn't have any fighting games to play. Uh. And I think it was maybe Manson, Mazza. He may have been the first person that got me onto Street Fighter V. Maybe. I think I bought it, but he was really good from the get-go. Yeah. And he was beating my ass um, with Laura, I think. And he was always above me from, from the start. And I think it was just from there that I just felt Street Fighter V, I guess. When did that come out? Is that 16.
0: 2015
1: I think, 15, 15. 16 yeah. I'm a 15er, I'm a 16er um, And yeah, since then fighting games have been the best thing yeah. ever
0: Because you, you said you got into it during Street Fighter 4 and that like that brought back the FGC that was such a big time for the fighting game scene Did you ever look at other games thinking, oh I might try this or I might try that
1: Um, It was basically Street Fighter 4 and Marvel 3 i just watch them watch tournaments uh watch youtube clips slowly get an understanding but never really have an understanding yeah um and i never really i didn't touch them until after playing street fighter 5 for a long time but those are what got me in and just seeing like chris g do some some crazy with morrigan yeah chris g since then chris g's always been my my guy no matter what kind of shit he gets into he gets into so much trouble. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just watching him play play Marvel Three, I just it really got me into it. So from there, I exploded into the phoning game scene. Somehow came to this position.
0: Yeah. Well, before you got that, did you ever compete? Did you ever experience a tournament yourself?
1: Nah, not like a not like an offline thing. Like maybe. I think on StarCraft you had like your BattleNet, and you had, um, I guess StarCraft's probably the closest thing I ever had to one versus one, yeah. uh, a competitive person versus another person, because you go to BattleNet, go on versus someone else on dial-up, and then go have a just go at them, um, and that was probably the most competitive thing I'd done in gaming. Since going from Starcraft, when maybe I was like between 10 and 14, and then to however old I was, yeah, Street Fighter 5. So, no, I never went to any tournaments. Um, I watched a lot of tournaments, but I never had any offline experience. Um, to this day, I still get like I get sweaty <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I'm sitting down, yeah, it's um, it's like a it's an anxious thing to play offline but that's also what's so good about it
0: so what made you become a, a to i mean we'll essentially touch on to expansion but what actually the life of a to what made you go down that path
1: um it was mainly seeing street fighter 5 a lot of the players they didn't Older players didn't really like the game as much as what they liked previous games, and so I could slowly see a decline in them being less interested. And um, because season one, season two, Wellington Ramets was kicking off, you had like all the strong players were there constantly for Street fighter five, and it was blasting. And I remember getting smoked by um, by like even by by JBL and by Reap. I think AJ came in and just. Wiped me so badly with Bellrog or, or, or Birdie, <laughs> and there were it was all all big laughs and whatnot because um, I didn't have a clue. But um, I just saw the slowly slow decline, and there wasn't really anyone who was going to step up except maybe JB, because uh, John Scully, J. Skulls was becoming more of a family man um, and didn't have as much time, so. I just saw it, okay, maybe I'll do what I can, I'll see what what needs help with, and eventually I meddled my way into becoming uh, one of the TOs, I guess, of FGC. Yeah. Were well,
0: there some people, are there some people that you credit um, to your help during that time when you were trying to find your feet?
1: In TO, or just playing games? Oh, in
0: TO, in TOing.
1: Um... Probably just and JB and um, John. They're helping a lot. Um, but obviously, as soon as I learned about Dave and reached out to team Dave, team he had all his info that he would just blast onto and me and I would just absorb the it. Um, the like, there's not words, one pressure. unfriendly person pressure. who's a TO, right? Yeah. Your goal is to make the fighting game good. And your community to enjoy it. So it's always a exchange of information. If someone wants to do something or wants to know something, you give it out for the for the greater good you share with them. So I guess you could say every TO in New Zealand has helped me. Yeah, but in, in, sorry. No, no, you go, bro. In terms of just... In terms of, just, um, in terms of Wellington, um, yeah, I'd say JB and John... Uh, JB normally keeps me down to earth because or now known as Johnny Business, sorry Um, my brain just comes up with lots of silly ideas and he's like, no, they can't work you're thinking million dollar projects brings me down to the the thousands of dollars not the millions of dollars
0: yeah, well, I mean the fact that you have an idea I think every idea is encouraged like regardless of how silly it is Mm.
1: but yeah, that's Yeah, I guess those people in terms of T.O.ing.
0: Yeah. With, like, do you find that there are different vibes when you T.O. the various games? Like, certain things that happen in a Street Fighter bracket compared to what happens in a Tekken bracket?
1: Oh. Different things that happen. Well. At the moment, Tekken has been popping off a lot more than Street Fighter, so... I would say Street Fighter Bracket just runs really easily because there may only be six to ten people entering in in terms of Wellington. Um, So that will be the main difference. Uh, In terms of personalities, not really. um, Everyone is really cool. Um, What more? Do you want to expand on that a bit more?
0: Oh, no, just... Well, I guess an example would be uh a lot of uh, people a lot of a lot of players who play Tekken and Street Fighter some will have Tekken as their preference their dominant so if the Tekken bracket goes too long or if it's it's taking a while to kind of complete they may drop out of the Street Fighter bracket and then you end up with less players throughout the night
1: oh Oh, yeah um I guess that happens but we tend to run pretty on time at Rambats we normally close up go from about 12 brackets start at 2 usually finish about six you've been there i think you've seen it yeah um there are some things that hold up brackets there's a, the cross pollination between um smash uh, rivals of aether tekken street fighter even dragon ball um and often people will play more than one fighting game so uh, that happens and, and it's not something to like say no you can't play you can't play more than one game but that can sometimes be, be a hold up And people will choose their main game over another game I say someone's doing really well in the Tekken bracket Maybe they'll pull out of Smash Or they'll pull out of Street Fighter and vice versa
0: Yeah Now, I've thought that commentary is quite a an important And it's not a skill that, like You need a lot of practice, I guess In order to be good at commentating yep. Would you say it's the same thing with TOing? You need to put a lot of work and effort into it?
1: Mmm... Mm. Nah. <laughs> nah. to your is just, um, you just, you
0: just, you just say wing it, right?
1: You just do the, you do the stuff. Um, in terms of commentary, you've got to know the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like if a, if a commentator is so off, um, then it's really noticeable rather than a to being so off or so out of place or something. Yeah. Um, like there's there's a fair bit of work that goes into TOing, but like it's not strenuous except except for like running a, a large like day or multiple day tournament. Um, it's just if you want to play and you want to be a TO, you need to find um, people to support you, uh, which is something that I'm going to be trying this year, because I still want to play. <laughs> Good, great but news. But there's been um, I mean heaps of people within Wellington FGC have been stepping up And just wanting to do stuff and helping out wherever So I'm going to be trying to push off More onto them Let them do things Yeah. Um, because often I'll be playing I'll be playing in a bracket Meanwhile I'm in the bracket I'm updating scores I'm checking other people's games I'm looking over seeing how far they're through Keeping track of everything Where I guess you could see it as a, um, it's not too good to play like that. I guess I'm not playing at my full, which isn't really benefiting the scene in general or the person I'm, the person I'm bursting. Yeah. Um, especially if I am better than them. Um, and because I've got my mind somewhere else, I'm not playing to the fullest. So they're not getting as much experience as they should. Yeah. They're not bursting someone who is as strong as they should be. So, um, something that i want to do this year yeah
0: no i'm aware of that man um the team tournaments that we run i won't enter them clearly just because there's too much on my mind and as you said you know you can't really play you know and and you know i can't play to the best of my ability i do remember one nets though i saw the tos struggling not to start the bracket but just to keep it going there were so many matches they had to go through and so i just jogged outside and i was just helping them out and everything it's really hard to get players orchestrated in a routine when they're just like standing around talking they'll be like oh yeah you know just we'll play when he gets here it's just like no dude sit at the setup like you are up
1: yeah that's um that's something that you almost have to instill in people. And people are people are good at that in Wellington now, since we have access to large screens at Vaguni, that I can mm-hmm. chuck the brackets up and they can see the brackets so they know what they have to play. And some people are really proactive, sometimes too proactive. Yeah. They play their game way before I think they should have played their game. But um, yeah, I, I think it comes with information. Like you need to have information uh, readily accessible the players to be able to expect them to do something um, to play so rather than being on their phone or checking some people aren't very assertive especially a lot of gamers aren't very assertive so they're not going to do something that um, they think maybe look down as mm. being negative and a lot of people look up to TOs even though we're just normal people Yeah. so they don't want to really um, they might think they might get on the wrong foot of a TO or they might think They might do blah, 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 because they start the game. So um, that's often why people wait, I think. Um, Mm. But also it's initiative.
0: Yeah, well, for me, I think some people, they just expect that once they overplay their their freedom before their their match, they'll think, oh, the TO will just grab me when it's ready. Um, Mm. As you said, just being proactive something i suggested to you um was having like a qr thing where people could scan it with their phone because everyone's on their phone yeah and then that way if it could let them know when their match is going to be or or just yeah. just better time management
1: yeah stuff like that is um is it's good to do and good to know for for the players i guess and and that's what you want to do you want to have people having fun enjoying it also not wasting time because, say we were only doing six hours every fortnight. Uh, you don't want to be spending thirty minutes to an hour of the day just sorting people, finding you go play there and yeah. you go play there. Like it'd be much more efficient if um, it was all laid out easy and people knew what to do and knew when to play, and I didn't even need to do anything. Here's here's
0: a typical scenario for you. Oh, Jackson, um, how long till I have to play? Because I felt like just going to get some food, eh? Like, I'll just be back in like thirty minutes. Is, is that all good? Yeah, that's
1: terrible. <laughs> um, I got to call out David and Dio. Uh, they're they're the worst. They go yeah. out. I mean, I'm sure one time they went down to tank or subway and they got in a fight at subway or something, and it ended up being like an hour late back to the bracket. Or
2: why did they? Get
1: I didn't the even fight? know. I didn't even know why they. I don't even know. I don't even know why they. I don't even know why they went. But um, some people just disappear, um, which is fine. Like I, I, don't have control over everyone. If you need to go for a smoke, some people. We won't get into it too much, but um, people have things that they need to do in their life, and smoking is one of them. Yeah. Um, so it's not my job to tell you, oh, you can't go to the toilet, or oh, you can't have a smoke. It's just if you're <laughs> Why the hell is your smoke taking ten minutes? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I smoked before. It doesn't take ten minutes to smoke a cigarette. Chain smokers, um, man. Chain smokers. Maybe maybe they're doing like three or four at once, I don't know. But um That can be that can be a pain and because you then have to go find them or send someone to find them. Um especially if I have to go out and find them. Now now I can't find them, now I've got to come back and there there may be more questions for me when I get back. Um but that's just that's just life. Yeah. There's it's it's up to me as a to 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 sort that and stop that happening um Mm. before i can complain about and complain about people doing their own thing
0: and now we have a vision a vision of expansion the name the bird so yeah like i've never asked you yeah how did that come how did you decide on the name the bird the mission
1: I should have, um, if I knew you were going to ask, I, I could have pulled up some old logo designs for expansion. But or you, maybe or you I... can mention
0: it. I mean, was it originally well, can... a Kiwi? Was it originally...
1: No, nah, no. Nah. It was... Or... When Crush Counter, the first one happened, it was like a... It was a, a, a pad. It was half a, like, old-school um, SNES or uh, controller and half a jewel shock that was like the logo mainly and then it had an x in between um the d-pad which was meant to be expansion and there's said expansion across there with the x and the d-pad being the the expansion but um <laughs> eventually through using other people's talents it became a kiwi so originally it was just expansion because i wanted to expand gaming and esports and i was like oh yeah I'll go with that. That basically explains what I want to do and I can be like yeah, we're expanding gaming in New Zealand and that that is just like a one line thing, expansion. Yeah. Um, but then Kiwi happened and I really like the Kiwi. Um, so it eventually got away from the name which is what brought us to here right now um, or current day. Yeah, I just, I saw there was nothing really happening. Well, there was stuff happening, but um, why not be a part of helping create or, or benefit New Zealand gaming and esports?
0: Yeah, I think it's yeah. great, because it wasn't just the fighting games you touched. You were touching, like, the big mainstream games, like Fortnite, uh, yep. Rocket League. You said you were watching a lot of Rocket League stuff on YouTube
1: yeah we had a rocket league team for a bit yeah
0: how was that man like how was it managing like a rocket league team compared to typical fgc players
1: um well we've had a couple teams and mostly for the first like three years of expansion i did everything so i had um managing teams sorting out problems getting scrims signing them up to tournaments and whatnot and it's a lot of work um and it's uh i mean if you've ever done something like that you can see why um coaches and managers need to be a part of a team or or should be and if if players are getting paid managers and coaches should be getting paid just as much um because most gamers are like they're terrible um they can't organize themselves let alone three four others so i um, totally agree A manager or or a coach is definitely needed um so it was it's different because first started off in fighting games and went to um then went into league of legends and had really good um, results in league um so i think we had probably the best team in new zealand um for a bit uh i i i don't think that's even disputable Um, Obviously not in Oceania, but the players were all young. They were all either still in school or just out of school. Um, Now there's been two of them who have competed at semi-pro level. Um, It was a really good bunch of of people. And then there were problems, and every team has problems. So um, that's what I had to try and solve. And it's not something that I had really solved before, apart from in a job. I never really had disputes between two, three, four, five people to fix at once. So that was like a, I guess it was a different experience.
0: Yeah. At the time, who was helping you?
1: It was just me. Oh. So we could say between uh, 2017, 2018, um, it was me. I was doing, I was doing the stuff. I was putting money down. I was supporting the players in whatever way I could um, as I said finding scrims finding games um, and that's something that I feel is quite tough with fighting games Yeah, um, and I have left it a bit on the edge for the fighting game players and expansion um, because it's not like something that we really talk about um, we play casuals or you ask for games but it's not like a a training schedule or a layout schedule for players, which really needs to be a thing. And I really should have been onto it earlier. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but we had heaps of teams. I had Overwatch team, had a Rocket League team, League Legends team, um, CSGO team. Yeah. They were pretty good. That game still goes strong. But that was, yeah, that was me just figuring all that shit out. I had to find out how to run the csgo server open one on amazon Mm. s3 servers because they need to practice and that's where you find like okay now csgo players they don't have permanent servers like many other games now they have to like pay for servers and stuff and so that's why you've got um fees to enter tournaments like um the lpl and the i can't remember the other names but yeah csgo is it may be free now but servers are still like still cost to have servers and whatnot
0: yeah i know that you've made the change now currently that it's still fgc um the org with its you know with the players and stuff and that's what you know um yep. you've also partnered up with bros to do that um school program the esports school program where is that in terms of implementation
1: okay we had a a really good plan um Boston's done so much work on it, a ridiculous amount of work um, and we just happened to cross paths um, talking about stuff, talking to him about expansion. Sorry, I need some water. Um, no, no, you're right.
0: I'll get my tea.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, we just happened to cross paths, and yeah, he had already put in a fair bit of work, and at the same time, I was doing a, a project, similar project, um, but I hadn't done the teaching side. And i'm not a teacher i don't really know what goes in and somehow we stumbled upon each other's paths, and linked up in all of the work that i had been doing then could i guess essentially school sense cross credit into each other and um that's what came to be the the esports and schools or school esports uh and this was really early um 2020 late 2019 and we were looking to to pump it We weren't pumping and dumping we were just pumping yeah in early 2020 and then COVID hit and it it just messed everything up we had plans for rollout when the pilots were finished um going for council um and school college i guess um getting getting the okay with it to actually roll out to more schools and big plans for it but then COVID really took its toll on it so right now we've got two pilots running um they got both got halfway through last year but because of COVID and all the extra work teachers had to do it's not something i really want to put on to more teachers especially if they're passionate about gaming and esports. sports but you don't want to burn them out when they've got school work anyway yeah so yeah i think hopefully this year it'll kick off really well
0: what what do you think what do you think is a blowback that you guys might face in terms of putting this plan in action with schools um like parents not being too warming about it or Mm -hmm. uh, teachers not being accustomed to this kind of education
1: yeah so there's lots of things and that goes into building the project and trying to figure out as many negatives and, and blockades that we will have so even just running it by family members um Can give you a a fairly good reaction to how some some parents and some people will feel because um, (coughs) I probably shouldn't talk about my family, but. um, Hey,
0: if you want to, I don't mind.
1: My auntie, um, I guess you could say she's traditional. Um, The kids don't really, they've only just now gotten um, phones and such, Um, they don't really watch much TV. They don't play games they've all got physical activities that they do one's a really good gymnast um the other plays like pretty high level netball but um whenever you get a kid on an ipad or something or playing a random game subway surfer whatever you want to call it um their focus goes instantly to that and um i think she saw her kids um, deteriorating in some way in terms of communication or whatnot so she sort of limited them to games. And so when I mentioned it to her, she had a lot of, um, points, I guess you could say that, that, um, why, what does it benefit? Because she's coming from a point of view where games are basically sports. Yeah. Um, you don't play video games or there's no educational side to them or there's no learning side to them. So she didn't, she didn't have an open mind to it, which is what you're going to face. So, it was good to hear what she thought so i could then find ways to um counteract that or not counteract that trying to to understand their thinking and apply um our thinking to to teach them i guess Yeah. <laughs> and um it may be called esports in schools but the job is to teach parents and teachers first um because kids can be adaptable so fast But if your teachers and parents and your caregivers aren't on board, then it's never going to go. So initially, teach your teachers what you're doing and your parents inform them what what it does and what are the benefits. Um, But we figured this project is better suited to someone who actually is involved, who knows about esports, knows about games, has played them. So our first idea was maybe about teaching teachers how to teach it but uh, we've all, all had a, a shitty teacher, one, who just doesn't seem interested or knows much about the, cl- the class or just given it. Man, when I first went to, when I w- was first studying mechanical engineering, my teacher was, he'd never taught anyone, and he's teaching a, a diploma class for mechanical engineering, yeah. and he had never done any teaching classes before. Sure, sure, he did mechanical engineering as a job, but that doesn't mean you're a good teacher. And if we're now telling a teacher who doesn't know esports, doesn't know about games, they're not going to be interested or not going to be giving it the same passion that someone who is.
0: Yeah, the information isn't going to be conveyed with the same level of, yeah, experience. um, And it's going to come with their own point of view, despite how, like, matter of fact, they're just trying to be in terms of delivering the information. Um, you, want it, you want it from people that know,
1: yeah. Yeah, so that's where the um, direction we're going. So the idea is to get Brosnan doing it full-time enough that he can have... <coughs> man, i Coffee. <laughs> so he can have... As long as it's got sugar in it. Um, if he can get the same pay or more than what he's getting currently to be able to support his family pay his bills and whatnot it's a huge ass moth in here um (laughs) yeah so so that's because he knows it back to front he knows the project back to front so he's got the most passion about it so you might see this this huge moth just if it just flies on camera yeah it's like the one from uh oh shit it's (laughs) the one from like godzilla um yeah so anyway um Brosnan's the man for the job, um, and I wouldn't want to give it to anyone else unless he's comfortable with them doing it. Yeah. Um. So, so the goal is just to get it all rolling with him being able to roll it out, um, and not interfering with like his family and whatnot. So, there are some difficulties in that, but, you know, you make it work for something that that is a startup that may benefit New Zealand or the world, uh, incredibly. Yeah,
0: and I do wish that it. The project actually lifts off and schools start like taking it and applying it putting it in practice
1: yeah we've seen a lot of schools try and get on board i guess um because they notice that kids aren't paying attention as much um or they're leaving school early or whatnot mm-hmm. because i mean hell you could make 10k in a day playing Fortnite, um yeah. and that's not even streaming um but if you can somehow show teachers and parents and adults that um, this will be beneficial in school and it will teach the kids who are already adapted to this technology. Um, Hopefully, we'll get there one day and um, the old farts will be like, hey, this is actually not a bad idea. Um,
0: No disrespect to parents who who don't get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but... Hopefully hopefully there's always
0: always always good to have hope all in time, my dear friend mm. so now, are you happy with the journey, the life of expansion it's still continuing, but in terms of what you guys have done um, like do you look back and do you do you feel like i'm I'm happy with how we went how how like our journey
1: um no not really to be honest oh what um yeah i feel like i haven't accomplished very much um (laughs) but there's only so much you can accomplish and not everything goes um the right way from the start
0: But bro that's like everything you 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 always think you can do more than what you literally have i you know expansion has done quite a bit and i think the biggest the biggest thing for me is you had your set of agendas, Standing Fierce had their set of agendas, they were known as the FGC, whereas you had your own path to walk, and it was always going to be hard in their shadow, you know? Because whenever people think of, like, gaming, fighting gaming, like, you know, people say expansion, but they think of Standing Fierce first, because they're like, oh, Oh, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, that's, um... Sorry,
1: did you hear that? Um... But that's to be... Also, shit, that's bright. Oh, bright. Now you're really white. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go back to Pinky. Um, that's to be expected, though. And you can't... Um, sure, it's going to be hard work, but um, Dave and um, Sol and the team have put in so much more work and plenty years before. So it's... Um, sure, it may be hard for me or for expansion to get out of, um, I guess you could say their shadow in terms of fighting games, but, um, Dave is very supportive and he sees the bigger picture. Dave, Dave, um, some people may think that Dave doesn't think a lot, but Dave has a big brain. He's got a huge brain and he's always thinking ahead. He's, um, always on top, always thinking about the big picture, not the small picture. Um, Thinking about the possibilities and ways to work with each other. Um, He does so much behind the scenes um, that doesn't get seen. So um, it's not necessarily in his shadow even though people may see it like that. Like I'm doing my own thing while also supporting the NZFGC. And there was a sick combo there. I love that (laughs) B-Skill 2 from Akuma. Uh, No matter how much people say that That sucks, because Vsciv2 is so cool. Um, Yeah, I wish I could have done way more, but with way more comes uh, a lot of money invested. And it's something that I've found quite hard to support uh, a team that may be so big as expansion um, without an endless supply of money. So there's a lot of things I want to do, but they will cost so it's finding the right path and finding um, how to achieve things that are possible with uh, my current limitations, I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, just quickly, prior to this this change that's happened, you were, like, expansion in the last six, seven months was experimenting with content, you know. Like, Standing yep. Fairs, they do really good tournaments and special events. Um, but Expansion really took it further in terms of creating unique content.
1: Mm-hmm. I tried. Yeah, I tried. Um,
0: oh, I'm just saying kudos.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And um, stuff like this, which I wish I could do way more, um, but it takes a lot of work to to make videos that aren't just me talking, that are easily consumable. So I think stuff like this are incredibly useful within the fgc um because here in these videos we're just talking about this one that's on screen right now but um short combo guides that have no frills there's no 15 second one minute intros that you don't need to see Um, everything's there if you pause it if you go to the description, you can find all the combos in a text form for people who prefer text form. Um, you can see it visually. You see how it looks. So, you know, if you do it wrong, that's what happens. Um, this is the stuff that we need in fighting games to, to push it if the companies aren't doing this themselves. Like, it would be so great if, like, Capcom just did this shit that I'm doing and pay someone to do it. Because they'll get so many views. It would pay off itself so quick. Um, to just explore every character um, to the maximum and teach people the ins and outs, um, but they don't, and we, and maybe it'll never get there. So it's up to us as a community to to do this kind of thing. And I've always got things that I I want to do and want to achieve. So you showed earlier me doing like a, a NZ recap of the week, which yeah. I really wanted to do every week. Um, that only happened once though. <laughs> <that> only happened <laughs> once. And that's, that's that's also my problem. That was a
0: hell of a recap, though. I was thinking, man, that's all I need for the year.
1: We did. That week was, was packed, though. And I had to do a bit of research to do that, and it, it took me a while to, to make that happen, to, to make that video, especially when I'm just doing it myself. And um, you often hear... It's a saying of when people say, if um, you want something done right, do it yourself. But yeah. it's I think that saying isn't correct. It's finding if you want something done right, you need to find someone with the same passion as you. Um, and so if someone had the same passion of creating the same content, it would come out just as good, if not better with their skills. Um, and you can only do do so much with your time. So it's just finding the right people to, to do the things that need to be done. So yeah, I would love to be able to just do that consistently. Um, but that's also a me problem being consistent with video content. I'm not very good with that. Um, and I get hella bored, just moving one thing, one frame to make it look right. And it has to be perfect to make for it me to
0: symmetrical to make it, to, me, look,
1: yeah. To make it look good. Yeah. Uh, getting it centered. And if something's not centered, screw it. Okay. Re-render the whole video. Take, take time out of my, t- especially when your computer is not very good and it takes like an hour to render a video. Um it can be time consuming, way more than you feel like it's worth. And we feel these this day, especially in the day of like getting instant recognition, when I'd post say like that Akuma video, um, maybe I would only get ten views in the first day and then after I just completed it, I feel like no one's seen it. It's complete trash. I never wanna make another video again. Yeah. But then you go then you go wait three months and now you got um 10k views or whatnot yeah it takes you got you got you got certain amount of views and that's just because myself and other people we're just we want that instant gratification we want that high
0: conversion rate yeah
1: yeah and you will get that um but that comes with time and putting in the effort which um do the mahi get the treats do the mahi get
0: Look at this, look at this white boy bringing Teddy uh, I
1: forgot. I forgot the actual, um, there's an actual uh, mouldy saying for it, but I forgot it, and I don't want to butcher it, but um, yeah, it's, I wish I could put out content every day that was good. <laughs> but I'm also easily sidetracked, so maybe I'll just be listening to, I don't know, something stupid in the background, and I won't know it swaps over now, i got sagem spitting some shit on youtube that now i've got to go look at the video and then get sidetracked so i don't finish yeah this thing that i'm doing um so that's me problems
0: well fred astaire said do it big do it right and do it with style i feel like you and me we share some similarities with that yeah like once you go in you go a hundred percent in
1: yeah Uh, yeah
0: now while talking about going a hundred percent in uh we're going to bring up flightless this rebranding. Yes. Now, at first, some people were a bit confused because only a little confused because they saw that there was the rebranding, but then expansion. There was still an expansion Twitter. So, this is more uh, unifying yeah. the okay. company and the team.
1: Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, you can explain it better.
1: Well, uh, you can explain it as well.
0: Hey, that's hey, this why got you on to explain it. If,
1: if, if people didn't know, Jacks recently came on board. Not recently, actually, a while ago, to support expansion and Fightless. Um, so he's been doing a bit of work behind the scenes. Um, just a little bit. Just a little bit. But yeah, so you could think of flightless as, I guess, the the, um, the team side. As you think of the big teams, TSM, uh, 100 Thieves, you could think of that as Fightless. Um, where maybe think of expansion as Whitcalls, or I don't know, Warehouse. Whit- <laughs> something that's like, something that's more physical. Um, and hopefully we'll have some more physical things coming this year. Um, but the, the online side, the Twitter side, the tournaments, the online tournaments, the players, they will be representing Flightless, which is just, it's, it's a branch of expansion. Um, and it means there's less confusion i guess with what expansion really does yeah um and also allows us to explore other things while not being held behind by by a name or by expansion or by doing too many things under expansion so i made that those that expansion um tutorials um because i wanted to do tutorials but i wanted to have it separate from just expansion videos so that would that that youtube is meant to be all about uh tutorials and hopefully it can be filled more and more this year yeah um with tutorials and teaching because i've always had a strong strong passion for for teaching or um getting people who don't know things allowing them to to easily learn something yeah
0: because we talked privately about this and we both came to the conclusion that expansion it's kind of seen more as the org that runs tournaments rather than focusing on the main objective of its creation, which was to grow esports and grow gaming, competitive gaming, just the presence of gaming, um, overall. Uh, and there was also other things like you didn't feel like the name and the, you didn't feel like the name reflected like the actual movement that you wanted to, you know, your, the movement of, of what you were trying to do.
1: Um, yeah yeah but you wanted to say it it, you could say it still doesn't almost
0: well it's still yeah but you know we we but it it, 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 but i think we both shared that that common thought where it was you know it would if you had something that was solely for the gaming like the you know the esports brand Mm -hmm. and then expansion could be known as the company The company name which it technically was but it was just hard to get people to think of it as a as as an esports company org or whatever um yeah because a lot of the time expansion when they would message social messaging um social media it would always just be oh we're gonna do this tournament oh we're gonna do that tournament um it never really focused on players or anything in the esports scene um i'm only just commenting on from what i would see from the outside
1: no, but you're right. You're right, though. So, um, and maybe you'll still see some stuff like that from Flightless, because um, obviously now we got Dean supporting, um, Arashi, sorry, Dean, <laughs> um, now running uh some Tekken, Tekken weeknights, um, he's doing really well, bringing his own twist to it. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I struggle with just being uh, a person who cares very little about social media but knows the impact that social media has on a brand um so yeah uh, more funny stuff hopefully uh and the name flightless is it can be played off a lot more than expansion uh we can't just talk about our stomachs expanding as we're becoming old gamers um you got so much to play off with flightless or, or the name or the logo or anything about it yeah. so it's trying not to be too serious because we used to just put out serious tournament yeah tweets sign up and you wouldn't get so much traction off it uh we as you say we're just a, a tournament team which isn't true to what expansion was
0: yeah not what it was intended um yeah but i think there's a lot more resonance with flightless through the nzfgc because the name the, the 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 logo it sticks and plus the tagline as well really sells i mean i suggested yep. the fight or flight thing and that's such a generic line but you can apply that people remember it i mean i just thought of it cuz of the hook reference you know the old hook movie with dustin hoffman
1: Mm, peter pan
0: oh it's 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 an old movie it's got dustin hoffman as hook and um, i don't know can robin williams face oh no but there's a line in it cuz they're like, you okay. can fly, you can fight, and you can... Oh, oh, oh. So it's like, oh, fight or flight, easy. But we can't fly, so we have <laughs> we to fight. To get that. Yeah. We, need
1: to, yeah, we need to get that. We need to get that, wherever you got that from. Hook.
0: Hook. It's oh, an old it's the an movie, old movie hook? from the 90s. You'll find it, yeah.
1: Is that one about Peter Pan? Yeah, it is. It is?
0: Yeah. It's okay. got Robin yeah, Williams' I, hook.
1: I would have seen it. I mean, Robin I'm, Williams' pan, sorry. I'm really bad as... Um, names. So, like, people's names, like, full names, or especially actors, I don't know. I only know Kate Beckinsale because she's cool. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't really remember much um, movie stars, or... I'm not very good with names mm. in general, but I'm good with faces, so I would remember faces. As for the tournament
0: um, thing... Um, oh, sorry, bro. Go. No, just, as, as for the tournament thing, I suggest that it would be cool to have a guest commentator it just adds something yep. different i know arashi said he wasn't like i think we all get used to arashi's voice um but it's good to have him banter with someone especially if it's like a three it's like a three person thing because you've got the two commentators for themselves and then arashi can just purely focus on the setup
1: yeah yeah it's really good um that people are jumping on board and i think it's helpful because dean um has maybe more approachable or more talkative within Tekken scene uh, than i am and he's better at the game than me uh, and knows more about the game than me so i just really like Tekken that's why i was running the tournaments and i saw that no one else really was and Tekken was really big uh, and it still is big um so it's good that he can bring his what what people know him for and they're also willing to support him and Flyless in tournaments so it's really good to have that and and it is quite a bit of work just being a TO um, instead of being an offline TO you're online TO and you can only communicate through voice or text and text takes a lot longer to get your point across or tell people to do things especially if you're adding people or changing the bracket Um, so it's good to have commentators sorry in that sense yeah
0: tell me what was the most funny tournament you've ever hosted you know when you were running it
1: oh This funny tournament
0: oh it could just be a funny funny thing that happened to you off camera or on camera
1: oh online offline
0: online man you know online we we see your face on the cam um
1: i don't know (laughs) there's been a lot of good times um not very many bad times um as when I stream, I always turn off. Um, I turn off viewers. Um, that's like the one thing I always do because I know. Just from from me as a person and what it's like these days, that um, as I was talking about instant gratification, but um, I prefer to get a feeling of just being there, doing a tournament, not caring about numbers. Yeah. Makes it a lot more i guess a lot less stressful it's just like you're you're there talking to to random people in chat um and just having fun with the game rather than focusing on the numbers game so i think most tournaments there would always be something crazy or something funny that happens but i'm not necessarily a person who knows heaps about tekken um i've learned about it from hosting the tournaments um but often i'll be like Nice, he kicks him in the face, (laughs) a big running knee, Uh, uh, one, two, one, two. Um, which made some, I think, um, not to someone, someone said that they actually like that, they prefer that over people just being, oh, and he goes four and counter hit four into three, four, back two, blah, blah, blah. Um, where I just like spurt out, nice kick, bro, or (laughs) kicks him in the legs, or Damn, that's got to hurt. This ankle's broken. Yeah. Um, which is a different style, but it, it's not what people are necessarily used to. Well,
0: so, it doesn't have to be analytical, you know. Just, I like Yipes. He's actually one of my favorite commentators because it's just the energy he brings.
1: Yeah, and he can flow so well. Yeah. like I, I would say I'm a terrible commentator, um, but I just do it because I'm there at the moment uh, and no one else is there to do it. But yeah, mm. Yipes, oh, Yipes can just... He can go on, and it's just hilarious mm. uh, what comes out of his mouth. What what he makes of it, he hardly ever stumbles over words. Um, he goes so well with other people. Yeah, um, yeah, he's exceptional at commentating. Yeah, well, and there there are quite a few others as well.
0: What's your well? Who's your favourite man commentator? Yeah,
1: got to say my boy James Chin. <laughs> nah, um,
0: if it's james chen that's all right
1: oh <laughs> I, I mean yeah it's pretty good um i think anyone who starts spitting another language while they're commentating they do it for me whenever someone else is spinning out their um their natural tongue it just makes it way more oh, okay so, like, for, like so when, for us when, it
0: would be it would be said right yeah, like, Seb, oh, absolutely, yeah, like absolutely
1: absolutely like, Ocabella
0: say, "Oh, Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> it's it's not like a um, he's a hype man. sip Like you're you're not, like he knows a lot about Marvel, um, but you then, you then have your your pyramid will say like Ting, who knows a lot about a game, yeah. um, and you got a good combo there, um, but everyone loves the hype man. I just um,
0: it's it's not even just the hype. I love how he knows how to get you hype. It's 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 one thing when it's a commentator who just gets hype and you like that he gets hype. But he gets you hype. That's what I like about Seb.
1: Yeah, he, he's good. I so I just think like and it's cool that they can speak another language. They're such a talent. Um so props to them on that as well. I just like being a TO, you're always in the background, right? You're you're doing shit. But You, you see everything. You, 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 you see, see everything. You see the you see the cool stuff, you see just like when I saw that, like, even though I made that Akuma video, those B-Skill 2 combos still, they, they still, get me. They still get you every time, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got I've got a few off-topics. Um, so, like, tier lists. I know a lot of people have been making tier lists, especially during COVID, because there's nothing to do outside of online mm-hmm. tournaments. Do you think we've had enough tier lists? Or, because we were talking about tier lists, how people hold them so high reg in high regard it's so important to 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 certain to certain people or to who they are as players like they believe and i'm not mentioning anyone in particular but they believe their character is of a certain caliber compared to another character or mm-hmm. just how they think characters should be viewed and played in general Mm-hmm. yeah do you live by the list bro
1: I do now, yeah. I mean if Alex
0: <laughs> well, I mean where, where is Alex in terms of Street Fighter tier lists? I have no idea.
1: He's at the bottom. Yeah, he's at the bottom. I would say I'm more <laughs> I'm more a Raven player than I'm an Alex player now. I've moved on to Tekken to play Raven.
0: Um uh, let's go back but, but you but you like Alex. Why is it you like Alex in Street Fighter?
1: He's just a really cool dude. No, he's like sorta of homeless, lives in a caravan. Um, he's got nothing really crazy going on in his life. He's just a normal dude with muscles. He's got huge legs. He chops people with the and just getting smacked in the dome with this yeah. and he's put so much force into it. It he's like he's just a dude that is He's got headbands, he's got suspenders, he's got suspenders, I don't know, the, the to me, he just looks like a cool dude, especially in Street Fighter I um, I don't really like the the design of many other people, except for Alex, so he's just the first one that came out, and he's always stuck with me, even though he may be trash, and he, he's he got, just give him something, <laughs> give him something, Capcom, um, but now i I guess i do live by the the telus and people say like i know kim always tells me to just pick one character and play it um which is fair enough because i should have just played alex constantly um getting to a high skill level skill ceiling with them um but we say okay Why? tier lists they're just some people say oh Why? tier lists don't matter when you're learning which is pretty oh, true if it's God. your first time but I, I think tier lists matter a lot um so if they're universal i guess if if people can say this character is this good and everyone agrees then sure but it's not about like oh man if you're debating on c and d tier like <laughs> if if a character is definitively like best, you could say. Like, um, like Akuma was in Akuma, was like one of the best in Street Fighter for a long time, and still almost one of the best. Um, why would you play another character instead of him if you're playing fighting games to win? And this is something that JB talked to me a lot, um, about and his mentality. Um, and it's in the, um, the Footsies Handbook, I think. Um, and it's probably in the the Daigo book as well. It's you're you're playing a competitive game to win. Like you're you're almost wasting your time if you're not um, playing at your hardest or trying your best to win. Like why are you competing in the first place if you're not competing to do well? Like you're wasting your time and you're wasting your I guess um, your skills. Uh, if you're not competing the hardest you can and why not pick a stronger character to also benefit that yeah. so I think tierless meta probably not so much in like um, 3v3 games like Marvel or but obviously yeah, you can have Phoenix and you can have like Doctor Doom or whatnot but say like Dragon Ball heaps of characters that I think it's pretty well balanced and Street Fighter 5 is pretty well balanced Um Chicken's pretty well balanced like we don't have terrible mismatches these days in terms of games sure you may have like a, a zangief versus Dalsim which is notoriously terrible but as soon as zangief gets in like you've got to guess either way you've got to guess so um i think telus are, are good for for showing the strength of characters versus others yeah but it doesn't mean you have to, to live by them
0: but then would you say that <clears throat> in your definition? If you want to play it when you need to choose top tier characters by that would you think that players could use that as a fail safe as an excuse if they use a character that is mid-tier
1: and well below oh yeah but that's your fault it's still your fault like <laughs> it's still your fault you lost <laughs> you picked the shit character and you lost wouldn't matter if you you didn't pick a good character That's so as soon as that person so
0: as soon as that player loses they shouldn't like they don't need to say anything yeah, like, you, they should just you, know
1: yeah you picked that character you can't blame it you can only blame yourself because you went and got your ass beat by someone who picked properly mm. it's like playing chess and you just only play with pawns yeah <laughs> how are you gonna if, if all your if all your things are just pawns you don't have like very good accessibility to do other things. You're limiting yourself by just choosing something shit. Mm.
0: But yeah, but also like if you're using a character, that's not S plus plus tier or whatever. Like that's what I like about specialists because they dig into the character. They really mm-hmm. bring the character's true potential out. It may not change the tip, the favor in turn or, you know, tip the scales in the tier list. Um, but it is nice to actually see like in the capable hands of someone who's dedicated what that character um can do
1: yeah and we'll see that a lot more we'll see that a lot more today and in the last few years in the latest fighting games but i mean you look at even now so you got like 40 or so characters in street fighter and tekken um, i don't know how many you had in maybe like third strike or earlier tekken's maybe you had like between 20 and 30 but in street fighter you had like street fighter third strike you had like four characters that you'd only see and the rest are character specialists and they don't win shit anyway they still get beaten they're just known (laughs) as the character specialist but they don't win because there's so much mis misbalance behind those games that some characters are so much stronger yeah so i guess these these days tier lists probably don't matter as much um because you can have character specialists but even going from early Street Fighter Five to to this Street Fighter V, I feel like because of a lot of the, the old guard who did practice a lot and were in training mode a lot, means people these days, they don't have that, and we don't practice as much. So you blame it on your character more than practicing and learning the ins and outs of what you can do, especially yeah. in a game like Tekken. If I just said, like, um, man, this... Kazu's just doing this 10-hit string against me and I can't get out of it. Um, Maybe playing Raven, I could do like a back 1 plus 2, which has like a back sway. Maybe they'll get me out of it. But since I've never tried it and I just complain about it, I'm never going to find out how to actually beat it because I'm not attempting to. Yeah. So it's probably more in terms of practicing, which people don't like doing anyway. No one likes going to to sports practice. You want to go to sports play
2: yeah
1: you don't want to run around i don't want to have to run around the field 20 times to be fit i just want to go out there and play versus other team and kick their ass yeah so i guess that's what what will happen eventually and that's probably the way that fighting games are going to go because only the only the best of the best in say like league of legends only they're the ones who are, are testing things in test mode they're are the only ones who are going into a specialized mode to to learn how to do something specific. Everyone else just queues up for ranked. Everyone else just goes to play a game. Yeah. And that's the same same way fighting games will go. So we may see like a big drop off eventually in, in a couple of years of people even using training mode. Yeah. Um which would be sad. Yeah.
0: I've had um I've had someone say that character loyalists character loyalism is suddenly dying. And with that what you said is kind of true. If you're playing to win, you will choose a character that's super ultra strong. Why would you want to yeah. play like a niche character? Like mm. Seko in Street Fighter or Lucky Chloe and Tekken. But then if everyone's made too easy to play and you can play everyone at a capable level, the idea of specialists kind of dies because if you can play this character like that, that whole mentality of, if you can play this character, you can play everyone. So what's so special if you actually commit time to this one character, if he's that general.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But
0: like you said, I feel like that, that could potentially, that could potentially happen. If it does, then,
2: you know, oh, well.
1: Yeah. I guess games, they have gotten easier, but, um, it's up to the depths. I recently started getting back into dragon ball fighters um, and you can just play, uh, you can do your, your standard combo to go through, and maybe you'll get like a certain amount of damage, or you can do, taking Gotenks as an example, or you can do, um, a quite hard combo that requires quite a lot, um, and maybe you only get 300 or 400 damage extra compared to 4k, so maybe you only get 4 point, you only get 4.7 rather than 4.4 4 or something, you only get 300 damage increase. Yeah. but those are the things um, because it's way harder. You've got specific timing. You don't. Um, it's not necessarily one frame links, but you got to get your timing completely down um, to not drop it. And you do that constantly. You have delays throughout your combo. I feel like stuff like that would be beneficial to, um, I guess, create the character specialists because you could you could. You can see it in Tekken. Tekken is also a good example, like Jin, you got the hundred dollar combo that Aris did and got pretty famous. Yeah. Um and it took him what, thirty minutes or so to get it. Um and these these people who are extremely good at gin and main gin get it every time. They don't drop it. Um but you only get a tiny bit more wall carry, or maybe get less wall carry for doing this combo, but you get to the wall and you don't get a weird splat, you get a consistent splat on the wall. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's that's the best part about character specialist is knowing the inside outs that and taking better routes. But maybe I'm getting off topic, but No no, it's I think Yeah, that's no, good. Yeah. I don't know, I think. It depends where we go. Strive looks really good, even though we're not talking about Strive. No, we get Strive. We can talk about Strive really um, if you want. I just reckon it looks sick.
0: Yeah, it does look sick,
1: man. Because they've just released
0: and, gameplay for it.
1: Um, yeah,
0: it's
1: yeah, it looks good. I'm, I'm probably not meant to say this as a TO, but KOF looks shit compared to Stripe. Um, but I will still be supporting KOF. Well, they've had, um, the characters have out. had
0: redesigns, right? Like, it looks okay. It doesn't look terrible, but yeah, I think Guilty Gear is going to be the one.
1: Yeah, uh, if we go off, based on looks, though... Man, Street Fighter 4 looked like trash. That game was terrible and I know people always hate when I say that, but that game sucked. The the graphics were shit. Um, you know, one frame links. Um, but, I yeah, I don't know if it's all about graphics, but you're going to have a lot of the large community are going to be there on the best looking game, the latest release games. Um, you see people playing older games, but you got, like, 10 people playing them at once. Yeah. Rather than 10,000. So, hopefully, Strive doesn't die.
0: No, I don't think it will. We need, we need some more anime games. I mean, Grand Blue's been doing okay, somewhat. Um, it'd be good to get Guilty Gear in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a couple. Like, Arxis are just doing incredibly well. Mm. Um, pumping out good-looking, I guess, anime games. But they're no longer anime. They're more 3D. But they... They look anime art-styled, I guess. Yeah. Mm.
0: There is one more thing I wanted to mention, something that we're quite keen to talk about tonight. Um, It's about the certain player, once again not naming anyone, who comes to a local rambats, hambats, wellybats quite regularly, and they don't put the time in training, they don't put the time in learning, they get knocked out pretty easy. Like they're at the bottom of the barrel in terms of competition, but they'll still show up. Like they're still, they're still there at the end of the day, at the end of the week, at the end of the year. But there's, I don't know, you know, we were talking about it, just the whole fact, like for some people, the FGC is a home. It's like a, it's like a central Mm -hmm. hub for some people, but they don't have like in terms of any placement or any kind of achievement they're trying to get. It's not
1: there. yeah um, I think you said it all yourself, though. <laughs> I think, you, yeah, I, people are. I mean, we can go into the talent side um, of things, but it's a. We can't call it WFG. <laughs> well, the, we're all. We're
0: made up of. It's we're, a we're ma- yeah, right? we're made up of various people in the community. Some are very competitive some live this game like they live it as if they have a, you know, they treat this game like a Bible, like a religion. Um, yeah. this is what we have going in our lives, but then there are other people where it could just be their Sunday golf time, you know, like yeah, they just come, they they just put the time in and then they leave that that's it.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that Sunday golf is pretty good comparison except for, for a lot of white people. Like GoF is full of white people, but FGC is full of everyone, um, and I think that's one of the best things about gaming in general. Is it's just full of so many different ethnicities and uh, genders, and just a whole bunch of people coming together that love one thing. Uh, and there's no like, um, it's not like a, a small friend group. Yeah, it's come on in play fighting games with us. Even if, like, I, I feel bad for it sometimes um, not giving certain games, even if they're older games, the time to shine because yeah. we're too busy running brackets. But um, if they could come, and even if they can just show their game off or um, play it with other people who want to come along, that's a... It's
0: yeah, it could, be the same thing with, it could be the same thing with players as well because you give more time to those. That you see regularly that you're familiar with and maybe not so much to the people like we've mentioned who kind of get bopped straight away and then just hang around
1: it sounds like me these days
0: hey come on man i know you got some fight in you i know you
1: do yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> but yeah mm. i those people should keep coming um but it's it's up to them to also make the change themselves um, much well, like a lot of pers- personal things as well yeah. um, you can only help someone so much uh, uh, till they want to help themselves yeah. so um, yeah I we can help them and help them but if, if maybe they just don't care about getting better and they just want to be there because they enjoy the environment or they enjoy the people yeah which we shouldn't say, nah. We shouldn't say, you can't be here because you're not trying to improve. Um, us would be called like, I mean, we do call it Rambats, which is ranking battles. Um, so I've now changed it to Wellington, Rambats, and Meetup. Because it is sort of like a meetup. Um, and we didn't really touch on anything Smash side, but fuck you guys who think Smash is in fighting game. <laughs> you're not a fighting game. Uh yeah. anyway, what do you think I'm trying to get smash players
0: on this yeah. platform, man? I'm trying to merge the scenes together finally. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that should be. Um Yeah.
2: It
0: anyway, was, without, it was it was that whole thing about, you know, like if you're not going to compete, like we 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 want placement in the scene, whether that be known as a competitive player or known as a specialist or known as someone who can do the sick $100 combo or VT2 yeah. combo or whatever if you're coming to rambats or any offline event and you're not wanting any of these things, it's like, it's, 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 it's it's not an arrogant question, but it's a question of why, like what makes you come here? Like, but that must be the community, right? Yeah. It must be just like whatever reason. Yeah. We all have our different reason. Yeah. I guess that's why, yeah, that's what we were saying. We like, people have their own reason for coming here. Um. Mm.
1: Fighting games are good.
0: Something really Whatever
1: Takedo, whatever. Is that what he said? Oh, Is that what Takedo said? Man, that guy's got a way with words. Something so great. Yeah. Something so great. Yep.
0: Uh, words, nice words. Words to live and die by. Yeah. All right, Jackson. Uh, are
1: you, oh, anything else? Oh. Um. Smash Bros is a good game. Yeah. Rivals of Aether is a good game. Don't uh, don't write them off. Yeah. I, as being party games, because you play you played Eddie or Lay, and you just party in Tekken anyway. You <laughs> what's the difference?
0: Hey, that, that's a good call. That that's a good yeah. call out. Alright, man. Are you ready for your final round segment? Yeah, let's go. Oh. He's keen. All right. How would you compare the Wellington FGC's growth compared to the other cities?
1: Mm. Okay, that's tough because I haven't necessarily been looking at numbers or looking at um, turnouts, but I would say Hamilton's probably the biggest growth, but also because of the the relatively close proximity to Auckland, but um, in terms of Wellington new players, I think we've had a lot of a lot of new people come in um, in the last year. Um, so I think we've been going pretty decently, but I can't say compared to... I would still say Hamilton would probably be bigger beating in terms of new people coming in, in terms of growth. But I think um, Wellington is doing pretty decent. Uh, and always have people applying to Oh, yeah, that's one other thing. <laughs> well, it's the Wellington FGC is set on private, so you got to apply to join. Um, you have to people, apply. you got to apply, okay? And you go through this rigorous <laughs> test of me checking if you're from New Zealand or not. If you're not, you get a decline. If you are, you get to accept. Um, because there were a bit of spammers that were coming in and out. But um, yeah, I'd, there's normally like two a week or so that are coming in and There's lots of people who don't come to Rambats Hill within um, the Facebook groups, but they talk a bit and they want to play some games. Um, It's just about trying to reach out to them and get them. But I think Wellington's been going pretty well.
0: Yeah. All right. What were Expansion NZ events notoriously known for?
1: Damn, this stuff. Um online ones probably me not knowing anything that's going on or uh me stumbling over words uh, in terms of offline's um probably running late to salty sweets <laughs> man some people move so slow to get to salty sweets and i get in so much trouble from these places when I say people are going to turn up between eight and ten, people start turning up in twelve, and they're closing at twelve. Um, yeah, I think those. I don't. I don't know actually. I haven't really asked people. Um, what are we notorious for? <laughs> or I am notorious for probably just being shit. Oh.
0: Hey, don't be too rough on yourself, mate. All right. Alright, Street Fighter is the game that birthed and still sustains the NZFGC. True or false? True. Okay, true. Um,
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 can we go back? Can you say it again?
0: Street Fighter is the game that birthed and still sustains the NZFGC.
1: Yeah, I I, I think so. I think so. Um, Doesn't mean other games don't do it as as much, but um, yeah well you just said true so I just say true I don't need to explain it yep alright
0: is there a game in general you wish you committed more time into learning or mastering and why
1: um probably smash so I can beat people's asses in fighting games like street fighter tekken and smash So if they talk shit about one of the games, I beat their ass in that game, then I get good at Smash, and I beat their ass in Smash.
0: (laughs) Ruthless guy. Alright. If you could go back in time, what's one thing you'd change? Oh.
1: Um. Damn, there's a lot of too deep stuff that I don't want to get into. Um probably picking Alex. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I think if I picked Alex, I probably would be the best fighting game player in New Zealand. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Mhm.
0: What can a player or content creator do to improve their visibility to sponsors?
1: Um, Promoting yourself? Nah. I would say get your friends to promote your shit. Because you need a D Silver in your life. Because
0: we all need a D-Silver.
1: We all need a D-Silver. Like, It doesn't matter what, maybe, maybe except for like titty pics and shit, but he will <laughs> like if we tweet your shit. Um, and community support for your stuff is probably a lot better than you trying to shill yourself. Um, hopefully we see Danny soon. Yeah.
0: Prayers for Uncle Danny. Alright. Name a moment where someone over-promised and underdeveloped, under-delivered.
1: Okay. um,
0: it Doesn't have to be that deep. You know, it could be someone brought okay. you a pizza. You know, you asked for thick crust and they gave you thin thin and crisp.
1: <laughs> I mean, it happened a lot. Um... <laughs> Probably me giving out Crush Counter shirts. Well, you can't have yourself, though. Yeah, I can.
2: Oh, all right.
1: I, I really despise the um 2019 Crush Counter shirts because... Oh, let me get into it. Can I get into it? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a... a crush counter shirt to everyone who signed up early right um and try and make the entry fee as cheap as possible because i know accommodation and whatnot um and that's just my thing i think people don't really care too much about signups but i wanted to give incentive for people to sign up early but i got these chinese damn chinese shirts i ordered like 150 from china and it looked like they just got like stickers from the warehouse and just stuck it on and they were just peeling off and so it, it, it turns out you just get a white shirt with a sticker on the front um, and I really wish they turned out way better but they didn't so I think I underpromised on those shirts even if they were free um, anyway if you want to buy some or have some I'm willing to get of them <laughs> for 5 bucks each 5 bucks each for a Crash Counter 2019 shirt, hit me up i right. got like a 100 still, <laughs> I've got your sizes there you go Alright. Mhm.
0: Tuatara or Kakapo? Oh,
1: Kakapo. Oh. Yeah.
0: All right. How do you want flightless to be viewed by other gaming communities?
1: Um Your one-stop shop. No. Um Just a, a A quality group of people who are strong at at games in general and want to push themselves to get better, and their community. Then that's a lot of words. (laughs) Um, Good cunts. Good cunts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And finally, who is your waifu, Jackson Charles Bradley?
1: Um, Damn, I never really thought about it probably
2: Cammy
0: okay yeah. yeah is it the military thing Is because she's no, got I some... think
1: she's just a, I think she's just a nice girl oh huh. yeah yeah I think she's pretty nice okay <laughs> there's probably way better answer but no, like, Cammy I... was Cammy was my first Street Fighter character Street Fighter 5 so ah. I guess I chose her for a reason mm.
0: hey thanks bro for coming on um oh, thank you hope it was hope it was good for you as it was for me um yeah, it was good yeah do you have any last words or shout outs uh anything you want to put out there for the people
1: yeah um make sure you guys are supporting salt shakers and Drax. hey and other people who put out support um, flightless
0: support, support expansion flightless,
1: flightless, flightless, for support,
0: sakes
1: <laughs> support everything um because we're, we're a community and we should be supporting each other. So, if you see some shit that, for example, Quran puts out some some tutorials, like that stuff. T- retweet it. I don't know. Um, support those within the community or the wider community. Because through us, we can create good growth for ourselves. Yeah. And flightless. Follow flightless if you want.